0: Hello, traveler. Please, have a seat while I tell you the tale of the Prismatic Guard, starring Abby O'Neill as the combustible and often confused tiefling alchemist Flint Therai, Jason Hopps as the old veteran Robarth Mirax, a dragonborn warlock with a mysterious patron, Jerry Evans as an affable historian, the halfling bard Roscoe Suitfoot, and Ashley McLean as the carefree but determined Ottervoke samurai Margo. Hosted by Eli Royal, join us on a tale of a world still recovering from a great war that changed everything. Hello, you're listening to We play RPGs. I'm your host, Eli, joined by...
1: Hi, I'm Abby, I play Flinch the...
2: I'm Jason, and I play Rovarth Mirax. I'm Jerry, and I play Roscoe Suitfoot.
3: I'm Ashley, and I play Margo.
0: And this episode of We Play RPGs is brought to you by me. Because, yeah, I I run this ship. I'm the, I, Look at me. I am the captain now. You no no made, created, and slaved away on this project. Yes. And in a few I'm just weeks. here for the ride. Yeah. <laughs> hey, folks. It's Eli here with a quick ad break. This episode was recorded before our sponsor, Metallic Dice Gaming, came along, and uh, I personally bought their gold and purple metal dice, their uh, metal and its gold plating on the edges and numbers with uh, purple enamel in the middle, and I love them. They've uh, got your traditional dice, they've got metal dice, and they even have these stone dice, and uh, I'm about to get me some of that. them test. Amethyst dice. Myself. Uh, go to metallicdicegames and use the coupon code Play It for ten percent off anything in the store. Uh, all right, back to the episode. So when we last left off, you guys did like a uh, hot or not fashion show, and Margot bought some shrooms.
3: Hell yeah. I need I beg- I I forgot about then.
2: the shrooms.
3: How could you forget about the shrooms? You
0: <laughs> you I,
4: forgot I about the shroom
3: cat? I, I kind of don't want
4: to know about the shrooms.
1: They I mean, of- I'm, highly, I'm highly curious. And I kind of want to find the shroom merchant now.
3: Shroom cat ba- basically barfed it up onto the table. I don't know how you could forget about that. He, he buried
1: it in his psyche because he didn't
4: want to remember.
0: There's a T-shirt for us, Shroom Cat. Shroom cat. Yeah,
4: Shroom yep. Cat ain't real. Shroom Cat can't drug you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, so much. So. Uh,
3: as
2: as Rovarth wakes up this morning, his scales are now once a dull sort of grayish black are now a, a glossy, like deep dark. Uh, almost like obsidian color, with and he now has these wings that are growing out of his back.
0: Well, you molted, so it wasn't like you got up one morning.
2: It wasn't overnight, but it it was a thing. Yeah.
1: I Did you I take? I really uh, was highly concerned until he told him, "Oh, hey, yeah, no, this is just molting." It was like, okay, so it's natural.
0: Oh yeah, no, he actually molts once or you know, once every year, a couple of years. It's a pretty normal thing, just like arachokra, which. Yeah, I assume Aarakocra molt every year or so.
2: But, uh, I have wings now.
0: What type of dragon heritage did you choose?
2: Wait. There's multiple?
0: I don't remember.
2: Because I don't think there is. I think for the for the dragonborn when heritage, when you're already a dragonborn, just increases your constitution, gives you a flight speed of 30 feet, gives you advantage on perception checks whenever looking for treasure, I think.
0: Oh. Then you're probably right. I haven't looked at that in a very long time.
2: Yeah, because I already have that ability. That's right, because because you're you're
0: already resistant to an elemental damage, so... Correct. Yeah.
2: Then my armor also allows me to further (sighs) double down on that.
0: Yeah. It is interesting. I just now realized that technically you could get double resistance to acid damage. To acid, yeah. That's pretty cool. Anyway, sounds awesome. it has been, uh, well, let's see. It's uh, been a few months with Kieran and Wedon and Hilda and Amir <laughs> all in the house. Even though she didn't ask for a raise, Roscoe, you insisted that she accept a raise because Yarsil is now also kind of a nanny. Her oh, responsibilities God. has increased I by a mean, lot. mean, that's
1: true, like, her responsibilities have gone up, so therefore her
4: pay should go up. Yes. <laughs> yes, this is correct.
0: And she comes by five days out of the week, because most of you actually do have like, jobs-ish? Rovarth doesn't, and Margot gets money?
4: <laughs> it's, we just <laughs> know Margot gets money, and the less questions asked, the less we get the less we have to
0: explain to others. Yes. The
3: less you know the better.
0: Um but I don't really like that, yeah. but <laughs> <laughs> you know and, and Flint makes his concoctions and things like that. And Roscoe, you've actually been like giving lectures yeah, um, on am. various subjects. That is I believe your specialty as a bard. Yes, is, uh, oration.
4: So I've been, you know, giving people the let me reword that. No, um, I've been, yeah, doing lectures. Yeah. I was about to say I was giving people the oral treatment,
3: and then I stopped myself. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that's
2: funny.
0: You may or may not have given that gnome shopkeeper some oral treatment, but that's not our business. Damn uh, right, it's not.
4: <laughs>
0: so, like I said, it's been a couple months, and actually, Flint, oddly yeah. enough, you're the one to remember that... It's been one year since you guys went on your first advent. You, Rovarth, and Roscoe went on your first adventure together.
1: <gasps> party. Small party. With cake.
2: Oh, cake. yeah. I should probably go to Lord Benton and, and figure out how I was coming along with that mapstone thing.
0: Well, this uh, particular morning, all of the children, including Margot, have been fighting. Just <laughs> all, all morning. We're talking play fighting or real fighting? Not like fist fighting, but just like yelling at each other. And Margot is just participating. Like Hilda and Wayden being two very headstrong kids obviously have troubles sometimes. And Amir and Kieran are a little too young to fully understand what's going on. They just get upset because people are yelling at each other.
3: Margot would then, just be egging things on. Yeah,
0: and Margot's just egging things on, but then Amir starts to get upset, and then, then Margo starts yelling that everyone needs to stop yelling because Amir is upset, and that turns into this feedback loop. It's
2: times like this where I wish I had calm emotions as a spell.
0: <laughs> well, the thing is, is that, Roscoe, you're just trying, just trying to drink your coffee and read your paper, and not have to mediate some sort of, some sort of catastrophe. And Rovarth, you are trying to mediate, but unfortunately you are never in a command position in the military, oh no. so you don't even have any clue how to handle this. Wait, actually, you say that. I do say that. I th- what, what is never mind, reality. I can't find
2: it. Oh, who cares? Oh, um,
0: I can't. Oh, wait, no, I did put down. I, I am a former officer. Oh, that's right. So you're <laughs> trying to take control of the situation. The problem is, is that you're trying to take control of the situation as if it were like a military thing,
2: and that's not how this
0: works. It is not working at all. If anything, it's getting worse. And oh, yeah. Flint, you just your your time in the circus taught you that when people are yelling at each other, you just find something else to do.
1: I mean, yeah, pretty much. So, like, he kind of heard yelling, immediately, like, sneaked out the back door and went to his shed.
0: Yeah. And, Roscoe, you're... You go to take a sip of your coffee, and Whedon has pushed Hilda, and she bumps into your chair, and you spill some of the coffee on your shirt.
4: Oh, this is is one of my nice shirts!
0: When you you say that, all of the children, including Margo, just freeze... Like, they they pull that statue kid thing, oh, where, God. where it's like, maybe Roscoe can't see us if we don't move.
4: You do know I can see you, even though you're not moving, right?
0: And Kieran, oddly enough, says, it! it's the fuzz, and runs out the back door, and then all the other three also charge for the back door.
3: I taught them well.
4: Roscoe looks at you when you said that, by the way. Roscoe's like, you're not allowed to teach to children anymore. And then you hear a a
0: voice. You you hear a a voice from under the couch, one of the couches, go, uh, what about me? And there's a little raccoon (laughs) hand.
4: Roscoe cocks his head and goes, that goes triple, quadruple, quintuple for you, good sir. Hey,
0: I'm only here to help deliver your washing machine. (gasps) Oh! Yep, Roscoe just looks a at
3: you. At the I
0: mean, also, I live in your crawl space.
3: What?
4: Do,
0: note to self: Do something with the crawl space.
3: <laughs>
0: Listen, the crawl space got hard enough to live in once you put in that basement. Note to self: Do something to the basement.
4: <laughs> All right, so, wa- washing machine.
0: Yeah, it's a uh, a business venture that I got with my buddy Doc. He uh, it's a machine. That cleans your clothes. You put a them machine in? machine that cleans your clothes? Yeah.
4: Absurd.
0: Listen, your housemaid Yarsel's the one who ordered it.
4: She's trying to reasonably lighten the load on herself, I can understand that, but I cannot- But good sir, I cannot believe a machine cleans clothes just as well, if not better, than hand wash.
2: Can I, can I make a, an arcana check
0: to figure out what exactly this thing is? Actually, yeah. And Roscoe, you can make a history check with advantage. You said with advantage, right? I did. Okay. Let well, me go I got a 16. That. You got a what?
2: I got a 16 for Arcana.
0: Okay. With a 16 Arcana, you know that it's entirely possible to enchant an item. To I mean, Prestidigitation can clean clothes, So enchanting an item to cast Prestidigitation with that function is pretty simple. 18. You know that this actually has been a craze sweeping the city. Supposedly what it is is that you put the clothes in, you add some water, you add a little bit of a uh, concoction that helps it smell better. It runs for about 40 minutes and your clothes are clean. You still have to hang them up to dry, you know, they're wet But they're clean.
3: Margot chimes in and is like, hey, how's how's the money in that?
0: It's some good primo stuff. I, uh, I have to keep an eye on Doc's half of things. You know how he gets.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah. He doesn't handle his money very well.
0: He keeps giving it to his wolf. David? Yeah, I keep telling him. David doesn't know how to run finances. I know he's got a job at the bank, but he can't do that.
3: David's the worst with money. That's why he has the job at the bank.
0: I know. Anyway, I gotta get going. And he, uh... Yeah, he he jumps out the window. No!
3: He kind of, like, walks back in the house, like,
1: Hey, like, why why are the kids in the yard? And also, why is the window...
4: (laughs) Margo? We're all your responsibilities. <laughs> so from now on, every window he breaks comes out of your money.
3: Uh, why?
4: Don't worry about it.
2: <laughs> and well, I, I
3: will just gotta take on some more side jobs, it sounds like.
2: I will explain to Roscoe that the washing machine's probably just a digitation spell.
4: Roscoe's just You see you. Like, it doesn't happen often, but you see that Roscoe's eye wanting to twitch, and Roscoe's desperately trying to keep it from twitching, and Roscoe's just like, Roscoe's like, I just want a respectable household. That's all I want, is a respectable household. I'm running a madhouse. Well- I mean, Linda's already walked I, I will, and just,
1: like, ask questions.
2: What, what got soiled, Roscoe? My shirt. Good sir. Cool, I, I will cast prestidigitation on your shirt, that way you don't have to use the washing machine which you apparently hate.
4: It's not a matter of hating, it's a matter of the source it is coming from. That's fair. Whatever, I, I mean, cleaned your shirt.
3: There's someone else involved in the venture, it's not just Raw. Rawl couldn't come up with that.
4: I Husky love, just looks at you and goes, and this makes it better? I love knowing what's going does. on, but Robarth doesn't.
0: I know, it's delightful.
4: <laughs> Ross was I mean, like I'm entirely in the dark here, so Roscoe's like, okay, I'm I'm gonna try to give me another cup of coffee and maybe get some reading done. Margo, do you think you and hopefully the children can not yell
0: for the rest of the day?
3: No promises. But we can go outside.
0: So Flint, what you saw were all of the children charge into the backyard and hide in the unused forge which obviously doesn't work because Amir is the size of a pony.
1: (laughs) He gets stuck in the doorway, so uh,
0: Flint has to
1: go out. It's mostly a
0: lean-to. It's just that, you know, everybody else can hide behind something. Amir just kind of like curls up and puts his tail over his eyes.
3: If he can't see you, you can't see him. That's adorable. It's the same principle of statue kids. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but Flint Roscoe.
1: And just walks back in and goes, What the heck happened? Why are the cats hiding in the Jaegers' old
4: fort? Are they being quiet? So far, yes. Let them hide. <laughs> uh, Linda kind of
1: looks at him He is not paying enough for this, so he's going to go. He values his life, so he's going to go away.
3: Roscoe. Roscoe really, really, Roscoe. Has, Roscoe really has turned into the father of the group. I just <sighs> I love it.
0: Roscoe, you sit down with your new cup of coffee and your paper, and you you know open the paper up and you bring the coffee to your lips, and there's a beep from your message stone.
4: Roscoe just puts the coffee down, it's just like it's just, it's just not in the cards today. <laughs> <laughs> you can drink it on the go. So, remind me, um, how does the message stone work again? Do I just check the message stone?
0: Oh, uh, it, it's I mean, a... It. It's basically a walkie-talkie.
4: Okay, so, I just go... Is it morning or afternoon, by the way? It's
0: morning. For my greedy... Good morning. Oh, uh, Roscoe, it is, a uh, uh, Lord Betton. Mm-hmm. Um... I'm at the Tower of Jaderain, and I would appreciate if your group could um, c- c- come help with a-, a-, a delicate matter. Are you okay? I'm not <clears throat> in any danger, but I just I-, I don't want to discuss this over the stone.
4: Very well. If you need to discuss it in person, let me gather up the rest and we will be on
0: our way. And I I would request that you be prepared for hostilities, though you will not immediately find them.
4: Thanks for the notice. We will get prepared and be on our way.
0: Of course. Any disconnects?
4: Rovarf and Margo? I'll go get Flint, but I need you guys to gather your things. We need to go meet Lord, with Lord Betton. He is in need of
2: assistance. Very well. Okay. And I go and pull my bug out bag from out behind the couch, <laughs> which is now a bag of holding.
1: I love how none of us have given up that habit, because Flint still has one, too. He just hid <laughs> it.
4: Yeah, yeah I Marta go to Flint.
3: always have it.
4: <laughs> Flint? Flint, we need to go meet with Lord Betton, but... Get all your things that you may need in case hostilities might potentially happen in the future.
1: Okay, so he went back to his shed and you knock on the door and say that he just kind of burst out of like, oh cool. oh cool another adventure. He just grabs a bag. So like, okay, ready.
0: I like to imagine that he moves a bush over and grabs a bag out of a small, like a buried chest.
1: I mean yeah, he kind of like made like a little hidey hole behind a bush oh. in between the wall.
4: And Roscoe starts to walk, Roscoe starts to walk back inside, and he turns around and goes, just letting the kid, just letting anyone who's hiding know you were Narcdorn, and just walks back in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> From inside the shed, Whedon goes, way it go, Flint.
1: Ah, shut up, I didn't know what was going on.
0: And then Hilda- I
1: don't, I don't say that, I just, I just, yeah. I don't, I don't know what's going on.
0: And Hilda says, uh, wait, as the oldest one here, does that mean I'm in charge while you're gone? And Kieran uh, goes, isn't Amir the oldest one here? And Hilda goes, uh, that doesn't count. Character Amir's character. a baby.
1: Out of uh, out of character, is Yarsal coming?
0: No one said anything Today? about it. No, this is a weekend.
4: Oh. oh. Yeah. Roscoe stops because Roscoe just realizes that. And Roscoe just grimace goes, do you think you're mature enough to be in charge? Because it's a very heavy responsibility. Of
0: course I am. Would you wager two weeks of chores on it? Do you mean if I handle things, I don't have to do chores for two weeks? But and if, if I if you
4: don't handle if you don't handle things, you take on extra.
0: And she kind of turns to look at the other kids, and Whedon just like shakes his head no. <laughs> and she goes, <laughs> "I mean, you might as well just call Yarsel, you know, just in case." Roscoe's. I will go get Yarsil.
1: I think we should pay her extra for this day, because this is technically
4: off hours. Oh, she will get paid extra.
0: Yeah, you guys have been, paying, been paying her like a gold. You, you guys have been paying yeah. her like a gold a day. I do take the time to
4: contact Yarsil, explain the situation, explain she will be, you know, taking care of pay-wise. For the record, I was really hoping they take the two-week bet. <laughs>
0: Well, see, really funny. with what I had in mind, that would have been delightful. Wouldn't the other kids just
2: sabotage her?
0: Oh, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, yeah that's
2: immediately what went just, through my mind. You just go home, and
1: all the furniture has turned pink. Yeah. Like, it, it like, this was be, messing with my shed!
4: The house would be and wrecked, like, but the house, it would also be a lesson on how difficult leadership is. This is true. And give my an idea of what I deal with with
0: Margot. <laughs> that is correct.
3: <laughs>
0: so... Correct me if I'm wrong. I know this is true for Margo, but for Rovarth, do you just keep all of your adventuring supplies in your bag of holding? Everything but my armor, because I can summon that at will. Okay, cool. Well, you guys know you go to the Tower of Jadarain. So, one of the boroughs of the city is the Jadarain campus. Tower of Jadarain is one of the single most regarded arcane schools. In the world. It was founded by a human wizard. A woman named Jatarain. And it's kind of grown since then. And Roscoe, something you know without even having to roll. Is that the tower also collects some of the most rare books. on, On history, religion, nature, arcane. You know, all of it. Nice.
4: So basically it has a... Basically... Basically, information-wise, it has a lot of intrigue.
0: Yeah. And you've probably been there once or twice and uh, been granted permission to peruse the library. Right. And it doesn't surprise you that Beton would be allowed to do so.
4: Oh, yeah. I'm not surprised. Now that you can explain the place to me.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Now, when you get there, a steward, a nervous—she's a a nervous dwarf woman— she introduced herself. She says, oh, uh, ha, good, good day. My name is Diane Finch, if you would follow me this way. Very well. Is everything all right? Ooh, oh, I guess Um, first. I kind of, I mean, I assumed that you were them, but I should probably double check. Are you Roscoe Suitfoot and Party? That would be us. I am Roscoe Suitfoot, and these are my companions. Okay, good. Right this way. And she leads you upwards and upwards and upwards in the tower. This tower very well might be a hundred feet tall. This could is be
1: so many stairs. It's a lot of
0: stairs.
3: It's I own th- up, Flint.
0: Flint, you're very tired.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I will, I will <laughs> flex and not take the stairs because I will fly. I will hover up the stairs instead of walking.
1: One just kind of looks at you like, "Are you for real?" Also
2: I'm mad? old. I have arthritis.
3: Margaret asks for a ride. Can I ride? Sure. (laughs) Yay! Oh my god, this is great.
4: (laughs) Try to keep up Flint. I'm working on it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's ten, like, yeah, he's weak, but he's not, like...
0: Well, you increased your strength, which means that your athletics went up.
1: Yeah. So, I'm Um, better, I'm just not great.
0: So... You guys, Diane leads you into a meeting room, like a boardroom, and you can see Beton, but you can also see five other scholars, all of them, well, presumably all of them older. They're not all humans, so it gets a little tricky to gauge that, but Betton sees you and goes, oh, good, you're here. Gentlemen, ladies, this is the senior staff of the... Chatterane College. And, uh, uh, gentlemen, ladies, these are Roscoe Suitfoot, uh, R- R- Rovarth Mirax, F- Flint Therai, and Margo. And a, a elven man stands up from the table and says, My name is Jules Isaac Fennell and I am the dean of this school. And we have brought you here on a very troubling and, let's say, private matter. Very well, good sirs and everyone
4: else. What seems to be the issue and how may we assist?
0: Well, the... He says, while Betton was looking at some old geography texts that we have in our lab or in our library and Betton says I-, I was trying to see if I-, I-, I could identify some of the landmarks in your m- map stone oh really and Fenelon kind of gives he gives Betton the kind of look that you can feel so before Benton can go on a tangent he goes oh I'm, I'm s- 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 sorry Uh, And he goes, while Benton was in the libraries, there was a break-in. And normally, our tower has its own means of defense, but these intruders bypassed almost all of our safeguards. And Benton says, uh, I I suggested that we contact uh, uh, your group, um, because this is a very... Serious matter, and there could be quite a lot of of danger. What was stolen? And Fenelon says, To our knowledge, nothing yet. The thieves are still in there? Yes. What do you all know of the lower libraries? Um, Um, Roscoe, without. I was going to say there's a history check, but Roscoe, you don't have to roll. By the nature of being a historian like you are, you know that they keep a lot of the more rare and dangerous texts in what are called the lower libraries, and you have to be approved to go down there by the senior staff, and you've never been there.
4: You have, I know down there you have some very rare and dangerous texts, and senior staff must give approval for you to go
0: down there. Other than Rovarth, did anyone else want to make a history check?
1: I mean, I kind of want to, so...
2: Sure, can and try. I, try. I rolled an 18 for the audience. Okay. I that just you... didn't want to interrupt you.
0: Yeah. Did you want Margo to try?
3: Yeah, Margo's going to try too. You said history? Yep. I got a 13. Margo got a 7, which makes sense.
2: <laughs> nerd stuff. You don't care about nerd stuff.
0: Yeah. Uh, Rovarth, you're Pretty the only much. one that also knows of what the lower libraries are. They're not really secret. They're just not talked about. Okay. Are they dangerous? Make an arcana check for me.
2: Because that's... first thing I went through with me as a player's head was... <laughs> no, that's a 10.
0: You didn't learn magic by studying it, so it, you don't really understand why a bunch of books can be dangerous. And I'm also not very wise, so that, that checks out. Yeah, you know, it all adds together. And Fennellen says, yes, Mr. Suitfoot, that is correct. However, these thieves are not in the lower libraries. They have somehow infiltrated the vault. And I do not expect any of you to know what the vault is. It is where we keep the most powerful magics collected by the college. We believed that these secrets would be safe in the vault, but... Clearly, we miscalculated. And we are not adventurers. We lack the skills needed to navigate the vaults or handle whatever intruders are there. Uh, It would be far too dangerous for us. However, we need to find out how the intruders bypass so many of our vaults' defenses. And... Roscoe, make a... uh, Intelligence, because it's something based on whether or not you remember something you read. Alright. While he's doing that,
2: I would like to ask the Dean what... Did they get... Do they know what these intruders looked like?
0: We do not. Our arcane eye was obscured somehow. Nine. Then you do not remember... Perhaps you will remember at some point in the vault.
4: Dun, dun, dun.
0: Yeah. The dean says, It is only fair that we prepare you as best we can. It is difficult to say how large the vault is, or even what you might face within the vault. That much magic confined into one space has a habit of Warping space and sometimes time. You may find yourselves down in the vault for a few days and having only been gone a few minutes. And we believe that we have sealed off any means of teleporting out of the vault. And one thing we can be sure of is that there is only one entrance or exit. And we hope. That you can find these intruders before they find some other way to escape our security measures.
4: Understood.
0: And before you ask, Mr. Mirax, we have no idea what they may be after. Any one of the texts or artifacts within the vault could be deadly in the wrong hands or simply incredibly valuable to any collector or would be dictator. I would imagine so.
1: So, I'm not going to say this, but as a player, I'm kind of curious if, like, they had a leak of some sort.
0: Why wouldn't you say like it?
1: Like I mean, actually, no, Flip probably would, like, are you sure you guys no, go, have, Rebel. Like, you, know, you know, someone, like, helping them from the inside?
0: And with Is that, that comment, Roscoe, you remember that some of those secret letters you found with the Cult of Ashku mentioned the Tower of Jadirain. They're hard to decode, but what you were able to decipher implies that someone in the staff, someone at a high position, you don't know how high, you have no idea if it's one of the senior staff or one of their teachers, but someone in a high position at the Tower of Jadirain is a cultist of Ashku.
4: Anyone in the group who's paying attention, you just notice Roscoe's face contort for a moment, but then it immediately gets back to just the usual Roscoe-ness, and Roscoe just goes, It would reason to believe if they were able to bypass everything and get into the vault with ease that they had information from someone of importance in this facility.
0: Make a persuasion check, so I can see how they respond to you. Twenty. The dean stiffens, and then one of the other senior staff, a uh, dwarf man, says, It's not an unreasonable thing to say. We should investigate that, if nothing else. Even if we believe that the five of us are beyond reproach, it's not unreasonable to think that one of our aides or one of the senior teachers could have found out about the vault. And the dean says, You are correct. Mr. Suitfoot, we will look into the matter while you are investigating the vault.
4: Roscoe just nods in understanding and goes, So how shall we proceed to the vault?
0: Yonten will show you the way. And a half-orc woman stands up and says, Please, if you would be so kind as as to follow me.
4: Roscoe nods and goes, Why, of course.
0: And she leads you to down, 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 down into the belly. Like you guys, you suspect you might actually be in the bedrock of the city. You know, she leads you through all these libraries and finally you're at what appears to be a simple wall with a pretty elaborate tapestry and she just moves the tapestry and there's a door. She says... Oddly enough, simple parlor tricks like this are very effective at keeping wizards from investigating secret doors.
4: Roscoe just chuckles and goes, sometimes the simplest of tricks is the most complex of solutions.
0: And she says, however, and she puts her palm up against the door handle and flinches a little bit. And when she pulls her hand away, a needle slides back into the handle and it has her blood on it. And you hear the lock mechanism click to the unlock position. She says, it does require magic to open the door. Blood magic, specifically. And she says, here. And she hands you a skeleton key, or what looks like an old skeleton key. She says, this is a teleportation key. It's set to the circle in the tower. When you need to leave, this will be the safest way to do so. I understand. And of course he accepts the skeleton key. And I must warn you, I cannot predict what you will encounter, but sometimes portals do open up in the vault. They are one-way portals, but any number of extra-planar creatures could be down in that vault.
2: I understand and appreciate the heads up. And I believe I have that particular one covered. At least for a little while.
0: And she opens the door for you and there's a set of stairs, spiral stairs leading down.
1: Flank just kind of groans and goes, oh man, more stairs.
0: You guys go down the stairs and down the stairs and down the stairs and down the stairs and down the stairs. And and you finally come to a doorway where you walk out onto the map you're in ten-foot-wide hallways, but there appears to be some sort of entryway here.
2: Well, am I the only one here who has the jitters? <laughs> we're,
1: we're, we're in a tower of, like, one of the most well-known colleges in a vault of, like, super-secret magic items. Hunting, bad guys, and who knows what. I'm a little nervous. I <laughs>
0: When you turn okay. to look at Flint, when he, Rovarth, when you turn to look at Flint as he says that, you notice that there is no doorway anymore. It's just solid stone. Oh, of course it would be that way.
1: Uh, Flint just kind of goes, what and like turns around and like, oh my god.
2: I guess that's what she meant by the key is our best way out.
4: That would be indeed what she means, good sir. Flint, I would advise to try to keep your wits about you. Losing them in this place would not be a good idea.
2: I just hope that they didn't take that map stone from Benton.
1: Okay, I will try. And uh, you can tell he's very nervous, but he's trying to keep it.
0: So you see this antechamber in f- right in front of you here? Presumably. Can everybody see the map?
3: Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. Cool.
0: So you see this antechamber in front of you. There is a circle of runes right in the center, giving off light. There are three, about three-foot diameter columns lining this ten-foot walkway, but the room itself actually opens up to 30 feet by 20 feet, and there are these two statues of robed figures of indeterminate race holding their arms out.
4: Well, good sirs and Margot. I guess the only thing to do is to move forward.
0: Real quick, because I don't remember, and I will need this for the future. Margo, what is your passive perception?
3: Her passive perception is 16.
0: Okay. You notice the runes are giving off this soft blue light, but you notice that one of the runes is more (laughs) purple. Like It's just the wrong color blue from everything else.
3: That's interesting. She's just going to bring that up to the group that, hey guys, if you're looking at, like, the runes, there's one that's a little bit different than the other ones. Do you see that?
4: Hmm. Wonder why that could be.
1: Same. (laughs) I'm kind of curious. Can I roll, like, Arcana or something if I walk up to study it?
0: Yeah. I need you to move your token there if that's what you want to do, though. So Flint, you're the one who you're the only one that moves up to the circle.
1: Uh, yeah, so far, and unfortunately, I got an knee. I don't know, have a clue what's going on.
0: No, you instinctively reach down and like run your finger along the rune, and I need you to make a dexterity saving throw as two jets of fire shoot out of the statues. Twenty. Oh, good. You lucky. You take half damage. And then I think tieflings resist fire. Yes, which oh, cool. means, so what will happen is you take 30 fire damage, which is cut to 15 because of your resistance, and then is cut to seven because you made the save. So you're only lightly singed. Ow. But after that, oh, the God. rune changes to the same color as the rest of the circle.
3: Okay, so that means that those are booby trapped if they're a different color.
0: And on that note, I'm
2: going to change my armor to fire protection. <laughs> I love it.
0: <laughs> that checks
1: a, out. A, a flame just shoots up and everyone's like... Oh, "Well, so, that's oh, so what it god, is, god, is they actually
0: shoot off. out of the uh, statues.
1: Oh god.
3: So bonkers.
1: I just hit the floor. <laughs>
3: that's some Indiana Jones not- shit right there.
2: Yeah. Let's try not to touch the glowing runes. You okay, Flint?
1: I'm fine. Lightly singed. <laughs> I think I'll be okay. Fire, like the, just just your standard
2: day at the lab, right, Flint?
1: Oh, screw
3: you. <laughs> it's like Geeker. <laughs> yeah.
0: Alright. So you guys Look, uh, move through, through the room, I room, presume?
2: Here. Yeah. Correct. Right. Uh, Carefully avoiding right the ring.
0: Well anyone trained in Arcana can make an Arcana check. If they would Are like moving to. Are forward? Yes.
3: Okay.
1: Oh, now I understand things. <laughs> I got a 22.
4: Well, now that you've been attacked by fire, you've figured it out. Well,
0: did Roscoe or Rovarth want to make the check I only well? got an 11. Oh, you did. Marco is not trained in Arcana.
4: No.
2: And Rovarth's going to attempt, but...
0: Okay. Roscoe, Rovarth's did you want to move see your... Uh... Jared, did you want to move your token up? I am... I'm moving it. Well, a 16 and a 22 lets you know that it's just a light spell. It's just a permanent light spell. It's just that someone booby-trapped it, and once the magic went off, it went off.
2: Alright.
1: Uh, I think those... Uh, I think the people that broke in booby-trapped up. I
3: think it was booby-trapped just to start off with.
0: Alright, so you guys move up through that hallway.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna move up to here. Yeah, correct. I'm gonna move up till I get to the next crossing. I guess you could say.
0: All right. This is a large circular room. Rovarth, from your position, you can see that it uh, it's, about, it's about sixty feet in diameter. Mm-hmm. It has again those three foot columns, kind of lining the uh, ten foot wide hallway mm-hmm. on either side. Um, you can mm-hmm. definitely see that there are hallways to the east and west, as mm-hmm. well as a walkway leading into these two rows, or into this uh, row of three quarter circle bookshelves on either side of, again, a, a five foot walkway. But in the center is a large statue of a tree. Well, that's odd.
1: I feel like the tree represents something.
3: What does it represent? Margaret I just thinks it. it's
2: pretty. I'm gonna walk up to here.
0: Walk up to there? Okay. Then I need to do something real quick.
2: Oh, and uh while you're doing that <laughs> horrible, horrible thing, um Does Rovarth see this or does he know? Oh the
0: the circle of light, yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. Um Does it look normal?
0: Yep. Okay. To to your passive perception it looks fine.
2: Cool, that's what I wanted to know. But
0: to anybody who can see, this tree statue starts moving and the the stone like flakes off. And make nature or arcana.
3: Oh I hate uh, it. Well, that's one out of
0: ten. Reworth got a fifteen. Alright.
3: <laughs> Margo got
0: a 1. Okay, that's that's <laughs> uh, fair. <laughs> Margot, you know that that is a big moving tree.
2: Yes. <laughs> uh,
0: Roscoe and Flint, you know that that is probably a treant. It's either a treant or it's or it's just an animated tree. Either way, very dangerous. Rovarth with a 15, you know that treants aren't generally evil creatures. They are, however, kind of Mm fey-related. So they are bound in alignment in a certain way. Yeah. Um, But it says, Get out of my library! in uh, Elven. So whatever that sounds like in French. So it's time for initiative.
2: Here's the thing. I don't know what it said. Does anyone I don't speak understand Elvish. I, I don't do. understand
0: Elvish. Doesn't. Ro- Alright, roll initiative.
2: Rovarth has a four.
3: <laughs> hey, I didn't get much better. I got a five. Margarita a 12. <laughs> Which is interesting because I have no clue how to fight something like this. Burn it. Okay. Burn it. She doesn't have magic. She just has her light sword.
0: Okay. Your your, your light sword. I was about to say, your light sword is magic.
3: Oh, never mind. (laughs) I forgot about that. I love that one of her things is chop the tree.
0: I mean, (laughs) not technically applicable here, but... Not
3: technically uh, applicable, it's just funny.
0: So, it's... I, I know that jason you experienced this too but it's so weird in that i'm controlling all of these creatures that have all these different visions because technically i control your characters too so i just have all these spaces where it's like bright light end of light overlapping light (laughs) well it's weird too because technically
2: because the way the lighting is some of our allies are outside of what is considered bright light yeah because they're away from the light spell and i can also see areas (laughs) i've previously been so it's like the weird contrast of gray and darkness
0: yeah and what did you get for initiative roscoe 18 all right do you know what's super fun about you getting getting an 18 i get to go first no this episode's over
4: Oh that, that is fun.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you guys you got some some plugables? Some Clark Gables?
1: I do. I have a Twitter, an Instagram, and a TikTok. All under elvenly underscore E. I post art. I scream about things. There's a lot of screaming going on in the current point in time. But yeah, give me a follow. I post hopefully funny stuff. Yeah.
2: I have a YouTube channel, which is Erasil space P-R-I-M-E. So that's E-R-A-S-Y-L space P-R-I-M-E, where I play various RPG-related video games from the top-down isometric RPGs of old to some of the newer stuff that I liked. And by new, I mean 2004, all the way up to what I'm probably plugging away at now still, which is Cyberpunk 2077. So you can go uh, check that out if you like RPGs, and you should because you're watching this.
4: All right, as usual, I'm on Twitter at Jarius underscore Jer. I post copious amounts of pro wrestling, various animal pictures like possum, rats, cows, and stuff like that. Just other random musings, bad jokes and stuff. And then I'm on Instagram at JerryJerryQuiteContrary. Jerry spelled J-E-R-I. And just pretty much the same stuff. I'm gardening, food pictures, costumes, random things, sometimes cute animals. I hope you enjoy either one.
3: And I'm Ashley. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok under amcosplayclean. Post a lot of cosplay things, and that's about it at the moment.
0: <laughs> and I've been your host and GM, Eli Royal. If you... Take five five five-hour energies, mix them into a 24-ounce can of Red Bull, and then mix both of those with a margarita. Then you will be able to fight God. And after defeating God, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Royal Artisan Props. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this part of our tale traveler. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever fine pods are cast. You can find us online at weplayrpgs.com, on Facebook and Twitter at WePlayRPGs, and on Patreon at we Play RPGs Podcast. Your patronage is what keeps this podcast alive.